1: Padres baseball, we've got you covered. After a 17 inning escapade last night that resulted in not the best ending, our host Mike Janelle has decided that he prefers quicker games.
2: Everyone else takes their time, right? You might as well be different.
1: Joining Mike in studio, we've got Randy Jones, who also prefers short games but also likes long games. In fact, he just likes sitting around watching baseball.
2: I
0: like them both.
1: I mean, flip a coin, come on. Yeah. And rounding out the crew, it's Jordan Carruth, who we told to get on over here in a hurry today to talk some Padres. Padres baseball with us.
3: I have to run for everything else. Why wouldn't I hey. run here?
1: Now coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building. It's Padre Social Hour with your hosts Mike Janella, Randy Jones, and Jordan Carruth.
2: Happy Monday and welcome to Padres Social Hour. Indeed, it is Jordan, Randy, and old Mike here at an empty Petco Park. That's because the Padres are on the road getting set for a 7:15 first pitch against the San Francisco Giants. Trying to get a win against the Giants for the first time this year.
0: Monumental idea. What's that? Uh, get a win. Hey, yeah. Come on.
2: Not uh, reinventing the wheel here, we but have that would right be nice. Right on the
0: mound. We got a left-hander on the mound. Pitching well.
2: Yeah, true Pomeranz, and uh, it's something that they'll be looking forward to after especially that tough loss yesterday, 17 innings, the sweep at the hands of the Giants uh, here earlier last week. Uh, This is a big game and a big series, and we'll get to it in a second, but first we did want to address something that a lot of you on Twitter had been asking us about, and it was the incident from this past weekend series uh, involving the San Diego Gay Men's Chorus and the National Anthem on Saturday. And uh, we're not going to get into it here on the show, but just to let you know uh, what's the latest, for those of you that have been curious, so Bob Nightingale today uh, from USA Today Sports tweeting out that Major League Baseball is now investigating the what he called the Padres anthem flap as the Padres take disciplinary measures. In response to that, Padres President and CEO Mike D says that we are pleased that MLB will look into this matter and the Padres will cooperate fully. Based on our own investigation and the decisive action that we took yesterday, we are eager for all the facts to come to light surrounding this unfortunate incident. As we have stated from the moment this happened, we deep apologize to the San Diego Gay Men's Chorus and anyone else who was offended by our mistake. We have extended the invitation for the chorus to return and perform the national anthem at another game this season. End quote. And Padres executives uh, will not be commenting any further on the matter until after the Major League Baseball investigation is concluded. So, like I said, we uh, don't really have much else to add to that. So we'll see where things move now. What we can talk about is this game from yesterday. Mm. Seventeen innings. Five hours, 47 minutes. Whoa. I was there for every single pitch. You guys probably sitting at home in your recliners, enjoying maybe a cold cold drink or maybe a nice sandwich. And uh, how did you think that one went down besides the obvious fact that it was a loss and a tough one to take?
0: Well, yeah, interesting. You know, you, kept, you battled and you're trying to go for the sweep. And, uh, you know, both teams in the, late in the game, uh, you know, Luis Perdomo threw the baseball really well, had some great defense. I mean, you know, Padres busted their tail. You know, they got every opportunity, but – Just couldn't quite get it done. So
2: Let me ask you, because that's the kind of game, and Jordan, I'm interested to hear your take on this, because it's not the kind of game where they did something wrong, necessarily. There wasn't a decision Andy Green made or a move they made, at least that I thought, in my opinion, you could be like, man, that cost them the game. It just seemed like bad execution.
3: Agree? Disagree? You're just waiting for that first run at some point in extra innings. It goes 17 innings. Uh, I'm with Randy. I thought Predomo looked pretty good there. Yes. I mean, you're thrown in, you're thrown into a situation that you did not expect to get thrown into going into the game. He holds his been out there in a
0: week, right? You know, on the
3: mound. And right. he's going out there knowing that, hey, I need to go out there as long as possible. I'm going to keep going out here until my team scores and walks off the dodge.
2: And that's one thing a lot of people on Twitter to me in the game yesterday were saying, you know, they were mad at him for giving up the four ones. How can you be mad at him? This kid is everything we've just said, and he comes out and gives you all those innings when you need them desperately. Uh, kind of like last night, Jordan, I know you'll appreciate this, like Hoder holding the door back as much as you can. That's hey, what Fernando was doing yesterday. Uh, I mean, this kid, how can you be mad at what he did?
0: Now yeah, you can't be mad about that. I mean it's kinda you know, it's, it's, it's gonna happen. It's a good ball club, the Dodgers and that in that offensive team. And sooner or later, you know, they're they're gonna scrounge around and get a key hit and, and that's exactly what happened. It kinda got a little loose right after that for the for the four run lead. But, you know, overall you know, I thought he did a good job. He gave the Padres plenty of opportunity. To win that ball game. Exactly. And you needed the offense to come through at
2: some point in extras. Thank you. If anything, yeah. I think you can be disappointed at the offense just
3: not coming through. There are games that go 17 innings and – the, both teams will score runs in the 12th or the 14th, and it just happens to keep going because of that. That was not the case yesterday no. at Petco Park. You just needed your offense to come up big. It would have been nice to get a nice big hit out of someone from, like, Matt Kemp, Will Myers, someone coming up and just ending the game the way that it was ended on Friday and Saturday. You know, and,
0: and, and, you know earlier in the game, you get to kind of open the door, you know, to go extra innings, you know, with his base running, blunder, and mm-hmm. everything else. And, uh, and then basically you get to the 17th. He gets a redeemer. I hate that. I didn't want him to have a redeemer.
2: Uh, as a player, you've got to love that. For him, he's got to think, man, he what chance locked. can I get? He but on our, our out side, out yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that was that sucked. Uh, let me ask you this, because there was the one opportunity, and uh, Blooper was watching the game with me yesterday. One of the other drawbacks about a 17-inning game when you're in the press box, you have to sit next to Blooper and Bill Center and those guys for that long of an amount of time. Not fun for, for me. That's just scary so thought. But we were talking about it. It was the 11th inning, that play where Melvin Upton Jr. with the – He hit the ball off the pitcher, and then Kendrick threw it away, allowed Solarte to go to third, then Melvin rounds first, gets caught in the rundown. You have the runner on third, bottom of the 11th, as we're watching it back now. So, I mean, this, when you're in an extra inning game, you see a miscue like that, and you think, this is the chance. First and third, nobody out, all he needs to push the one run across, and Melvin gets caught up in that rundown. And I told Blooper, remember what I told you, Blooper, at the time? No. Of course not. Uh, I told you, uh, no big deal. It's still a runner on third and one out. All they have to do is get a fly ball. That's it. Well, you, and look it, what but happened. You're absolutely right. You didn't I, do it. You're, you're right. So that's the one part where I would say if there's some blame to put around who, and they did the replay, of the review, and Melvin, it looked like to us, evaded the tag on the way back to first well, base. New York didn't agree, but you can't put that in New York's hands anyway.
0: A little too aggressive. He already made a decision to go to second when the ball got by, not really understanding that the ball ricocheted that far back toward Adrian. Now, that was, that was the bad thing. I don't mind you being aggressive, but usually that ball hit that pad and Did he, though, I feel like
2: when, you, when, he, when he ran past first, he kind of stopped and he looked, and I think at that point, if you're not sure even 100%, don't go. Oh,
0: I agree. I agree with you, but once he made the decision to go, he's got to go. Yeah, he's, he's been aggressive all When you you're going to go, you're going. I'm sorry. That's just the way it works out there. It's a split second thing.
3: Yeah, I know. It's Jordan. What'd you see on that one? Just knowing that you need one more run to end this thing, you you kind of understand why he would want to be aggressive in that situation. But the way it played out, uh, not not too happy (laughs) with the aggressive matter there. With one out, somebody clutch up. It, yeah. Exactly, get back to the offense. I know we're not used to a Sorry. lot of offense this season when it comes Any to the Any blame for
2: Tarek Brock on that play, pointing him to second base, telling him to go, or no? Is that just no, on Melvin letting his aggression get That's the best of him? That's too much
0: information. Yeah. That, that yeah. Yeah. In,
2: to in the that. end, again, runner on third, one out, get him home. Get it done. Yeah, and they did not. Uh, and that, I think, was uh, a very frustrating part of that much longer, frustrating 17-inning uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. affair. Um, Randy, I whenever we have you or Scanlon on, I love whenever there's a game like this, diving back into your playing days to see if there are anything similar. Uh, Jordan, if I recommend this. Going into Randy's baseball reference page whenever you get like a free hour, <laughs> if you find some crazy stuff. That's my home page. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's what opens every up. Every time, time I open my laptop, it goes straight stuff. to that page. Come on now. <laughs> It, that part's not weird. It's the wallpaper you have of all Randy portraits <laughs> yeah. on right. your desktop. Well he doesn't know about That's that. That's the weird part. I didn't part. know about that. Don't tell Uh-oh. him. Now you do. Um, not wanted to ask Randy. I have the stats here, but do you remember some of the the longest games you were ever a part of? Either long games. Played guys no, known for no, a short know, game. No. Exactly. That's I why mean, you I would sitting think on but. the
0: bench. You know, long games, right? Yeah. I remember uh, Houston Astros seventeen or eighteen innings. I remember that one. What kill do you a, do
3: to kill time?
0: Or chew tobacco, eat five pounds of sunflower seeds to your Mouth is raw. It's
3: when the sunflower seeds, <laughs> sales like go sky right? to like the stock it's price. Yeah. Double
0: header with non
2: stop, no break. It. Yeah. Yeah. I just actually. Go, go. So I looked it up. So there were only nine games longer than yesterday's 17 inning game in terms of innings played. You were actually a member of four of those Padres teams a 21 inning game, oh. a 20, a 19, and an 18. So you've had your fair share. Ugh. That's a lot of baseball to watch, man. Um, I have a couple more here. Uh, let's see. The, the longest game that you pitched, that you started, was there was three times the game went 15 innings that you started the game. Amazingly, they won all three of them. Twice for the Padres, once you were with the Mets, Mets. against the Padres. You know what else was the common thread for all those? Nope. You pitched terribly.
0: Yeah, I did. <laughs> I know two of them I remember going, I wasn't good at all. Yeah. It was, I mean, if, if I'm getting a
2: no decision, I'm, I'm out of the game early. That's what I figured. Well, actually, no, because so in 75 and 76, your two best seasons, that's when two of those happened, you win eight innings still, but gave up five earned. That was a game that went 15. The next year, you win eight innings, gave up six earned. That went 15 as well, but crazy. Can you imagine a, Randy in his prime giving up six earned runs. Oh, yeah. Hey,
0: it's, it's going to happen.
2: And B, a Randy Jones game lasting more than like two you, hours. you minutes. get out
0: there, you know, 40 times, you're good do, to see it, man. Do
3: players like five-plus-hour games?
0: Negative. Not at all, Not right? Not at
3: all. No, because mm-hmm. now what does it do? The next day, you're, you're dealt hey, with a depleted if bullpen. If that had
0: been a spring training game, somebody would have booted a ground ball this week gone Someone would have just ended it. <laughs>
1: right. Put <laughs> this game out of <laughs> if its you misery. Don't, you
0: don't do that, in, you know, once the bell rings. but uh, No, because you know, now every game matters. Every game matters. That's yeah. exactly right.
2: Yeah, so so you say. But, uh, yeah, so now the other thing, too, is that, like you say, Jordan, now it's the spillover into the next series. There is no day off today. They're right back at it. That can be
3: a little detrimental. They were expected to be in San Francisco at a certain time. They're, they're used they're to fine. routine. You I think so? You, break, you, guys, you think there's nothing wrong with that, Randy? Fine. I think.
0: You kidding me? I'm sure
3: there's are fine. The things fine. you go
0: through over the year, you get in, you know, some of those trips you're making, you get in at 430 in the morning, you got a game later on that evening. I mean, it, it's everywhere. It's part of the travel. It's part of baseball.
3: They don't know what city they're in anyway. That
0: doesn't matter. Maybe no. we're just pampered Yeah,
2: where am I? Maybe we're just pampered call. youth, Jordan, and we like New having York. a little Are. bit more time to get used to our surroundings. Softies.
0: Yeah, call Man. the front desk. What city you know, am I in? If, if I had one frustration yesterday, Colin Ray throwing the baseball so well the first five innings. Yeah. And then to kind of fall apart at the start of the sixth inning really frustrated me. You know, and it, the five innings were really, really positive. But I think overall, that sixth inning really frustrated. When he came out and he walks the first hitter, you know, and kind of loses that release point and leaving the ball over the middle of the plate for a couple of base hits. You know, I really kind of felt for him, but I was frustrated. I wanted to see him go a, a solid six or seven, and I, I thought he, he had the pitch count, and he was ready to step up and do that, but it didn't get the opportunity.
2: Yeah, he had been showing some signs of life, too, of yep. maybe turning a corner to late. But those minutes, first five, well, you, you had to yeah. build,
0: build off of those and what I saw as far as his fundamentals and mechanics and duplicating and hitting good spots with both, all of his pitches. I was really encouraged by that.
2: Yeah, and uh, that leads to a move that actually was made today. Colin Ray going down to AAA and uh, Keith Hessler getting the call up. He was the man who joined the roster for uh, that Cubs doubleheader just in case, and the 26th mm-hmm. man did not play. But now because of Ray, uh, and people were asking me on Twitter earlier, is this a, a demotion because of his performance? Yeah. No, it's just a matter of they need an arm today and tomorrow. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's got him.
0: options, and right. yeah, he'll miss one start, but that's fine too, and you know, the workload, you know, they didn't really schedule him for 35 starts this year. And so this gives him an opportunity to give him an little extra rest as well.
3: Yeah, it's a result of playing 17 innings in a game. I think so. And 11 hey. innings on Friday. This bullpen right. is just maxed out. Yeah, and if you if it was possible, Perdomo might get sent down somewhere just to give him some true. time. Yeah, but you can't wrong. do it.
2: Right, for you a know. Rule 5 guy. Yeah, right. it can't happen. So that's the move. Uh, don't expect Colin Raid. It's this isn't a demotion. He may still be with the team in San Francisco for all we know. He may never even – step foot in the city of El Paso, just because he'll be gone for
3: maybe the week. He yeah, might be running around the wharf right now.
2: in one of those kayaks out, just catching Ooh, a home I'd run maybe after well. the game. We better not see him in a kayak. <laughs> yeah, now. That would be pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah That's what good. I would do, and that's why I'm not a Major League Baseball player. <laughs> yes, that's uh, why. Uh, uh, the only reason, exactly. Uh, so that move brought to us by ADP, helping companies focus on what matters. Uh we'll be back here in a little bit to talk some more pitching, but uh, just one last note on that game yesterday in that series. Uh, we do have one tweet that came in from uh, Rod Rosacker. He says, more importantly is we took the series from L.A., which is good in the grand scheme, but still let me read these stats to you guys. The Padres are now 0-7 on Sundays, 0-5 in games in which they can sweep a series like they had a chance to yesterday, 1-13 in series finales. That's not Ooh, good. You've got to finish better than that.
0: That's bad. Real bad. But if you look at their record, I mean, they're uh, what two games under 500 on the road, which is pretty good. They've been playing well on the road, but at home, my, what are they, 10 and 15? And that's that's not good enough. You got to play better at home. Yeah, yeah,
3: it's nice to see them take a series against the yep. Dodgers, it but is. they got swept from the Giants earlier that week. So if you look at the home stand, you're two and four on the home stand. Now you have to go back to San Francisco, face a team you have yet to beat this year, and you're going up against Johnny Cueto tonight, who has thrown oh, yeah. two complete <laughs> games this year both times against the Padres. Yeah,
2: things are in dire straits. And you got to get those wins when you can. It was there for the taking yesterday. They didn't get it, and that's the one of those games that comes back to bite you in the standings. All right, we'll talk more about that game when we come back, the one coming up. But before that, a reminder for a game on June 7th because zombies are descending on Petco Park on Zombie Day Tuesday, June 7th. Purchase a special theme game ticket package to catch the game against the Braves oh at 7:10, and get a limited edition Padres-themed zombie bobblehead. I'd love to see one with an R.J. Fro on there—a oh a, a Fro zombie. Like one shoe. <laughs> Tickets available at padres.com/slash-theme-games. Petco Park's empty, but the AMR Studios hop in. We're back with more Padres Social Hour right after this.
1: Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. As we've said, the Padres
2: 0-6 against the Giants this year, and they have not been pretty. An offense manhandled by this Giants pitching time and time again. They'll finally get a chance to do it, uh, this time up by the bay uh, later this evening, 7-15. What's the confidence level, guys, going into tonight? (laughs) <laughs>
0: he uh, <laughs> That about sums it up, I guess. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now. I mean, it's the way that you know, the Giants are playing against us, and and the pitching I'm seeing, I mean, your only way out of that is you you got to come out and and blow somebody out. You know, the opposing pitcher, Cueto, go out and have a bad night, get four or five runs early, and let pomeran slam the door, and and keep you know keep the the offense of the Giants at, at bay. Uh, golly, they just they just find ways.
2: Well, let's talk with Jordan. Uh, not to cut you off, but I put that point on hold because we're going to get to that pitching matchup just to show what we have the table set for and it's brought to us by water and sports uh, physical therapy the official physical therapist of the San Diego Padres Uh, we've been mentioning Johnny Cueto we've been mentioning Drew Pomeranz those are the two guys that are going at it tonight after they pitched against each other here at the beginning of the homestand uh, earlier in the week and now back to you Jordan what do you got?
3: So, if you can get after Johnny Cueto tonight, it sets you up pretty well to try to take the series because that's the goal, right? You're going on the road. You want to take the series, get two out of three. It's going to be a little bit more difficult than just saying it because you have yet to beat this team this year. But you know you have Jake Peavy coming up on Wednesday. And that's one of those games. Peavy has struggled lately. You finally get a number five starter. Yeah, you're not going straight in. And they did catch a break not seeing Kershaw yesterday. I don't think we should forget that either. But now you get Johnny Cueto. Somehow you can get through him because he has been so good especially lately, the last couple starts. Hmm. He has really, really turned it on for the Giants. It's going to be hard to beat him. I believe San Francisco have only lost like one game all year when Cueto gets a start. Whether he gets the win or even has the decision, the Giants have only lost one time that he started the game. you got to get through tonight and hopefully you can take the game Wednesday yeah. against Peavy, and that's your way you take the series.
0: Well, yeah, one at a time, but, you know, Pomerantz got to step up. I mean, last time, all right, you, now you're facing him again.
3: Six
2: innings, two runs for Pomerantz yeah, well, yeah, last time. Yeah, Quay to a complete that's, game, that's one that's run. That's not good
0: enough. Right. I mean, that's what you've got to do as a starting pitcher. That's not good enough. You've got to go out and do better tonight, and that's your whole goal. I, I know the game, that's the mental game you play with yourself, you know, and you, you get upset because you, you want to compete. If you want to compete, you better put up zeroes. And I know, you know, probably that's the way he's throwing the baseball. What is he got, the fourth-best ERA in the National League? and he's never the ball. Still. I don't think he's ever thrown the ball better in his life than he is right now. And we were watching it, you know, every fifth day. And, I, and he can do it. He has the ability to go out there, slam the door on this team. And what did he learn from the last time? We're going to find out tonight.
2: I feel like I'd still be happy with six innings too earned if you promised me that now. Uh, <sighs> I
3: think with, after going 17 innings, you better give me at least seven. Yeah, you have a depleted bullpen. Please. And it would be nice to see a starter for the Padres to Ooh. go eight or nine innings in one of these games. And it's all about pitch count. That's all it is. It is, because you can look great for five or six innings, but if your pitch counts to 100 pitches, you're having to turn it over to the bullpen. They're not getting any rest at any point during these games because the starters typically go in about six innings, and especially coming off a day like we had yesterday where you almost played for six hours. You're going to need your starter to go and, deep. And, and tonight. Well,
0: and it has been mentioned already. Gentlemen up there, I don't know if it was Darren Bosley or if it was you know, Andy Green, but somebody <laughs> mentioned to Pomerantz, hey, need you to go deep tonight. That's already been said.
2: How deep can you push him though? If if he gets to 100 pitches through five or six, how comfortable are you going to be taking to 120? Don't get
3: to 100 in five or six, right?
2: I don't know if you can. He's that kind of pitcher with uh, the curveball. I don't. He can. He
3: can. You think
2: so? Yeah, I really do. I guess. I guess we'll see. I'm still. I mean, he's my. He's the one I'm most comfortable with sending to the mound. But I still feel like. I don't know if we can get him past six the way he pitches. That's I'm not sure if that's something that we're can not change from see one Shields, to another. Shields
3: will go deeper than any other starting pitcher in this rotation. Yeah, but also so we'll, he'll
0: go 120, 125 pitches. Shields but he's okay he with that. Too. We feel and, comfortable with yeah, him going and I, 120. I think you know, it's all about how, if, if you struggle or you're efficient out there. You can throw still throw a lot of pitches, but if you're not struggling on the mound, there's a look when you're struggling Low out stress there. Low-stress th- you know, pitches. But also if you've got a good release point and you're throwing strikes, you're hitting good spots. That's kind of low maintenance, and that's what he needs to do. And I can see him pushing him up to maybe 110 as long as he's getting people out.
2: All right, fair enough. So we'll see uh, which way it goes. If Pomeranz did, in fact, learn anything from last week. Yes, or if we, we st- will. Or if we still get that 110
3: pitches. That from is a good minutes. call. <laughs> Does that change anything, you, uh, like Balsley going up to a player and saying, hey, we need you to go deeper yeah. tonight than normal? I, what, how would it change you? Well, You know, you'd me fired up. It you would just—it's it, more emotional. You're not doing anything different. No, actually you're not on the anything,
0: down. You know, because he's not going to go out there and pitch to contact that. You know, he's going to go out and pitch his game, his style. You know, but you know, but also you can be a little more efficient, hit better spots, be a little more consistent in the strike zone, and that'll get the pitch count down because now they're going to, instead of taking pitches, they're going to be a little more aggressive you know, around around the strike zone if you're throwing strikes and hitting good spots.
2: I feel like you got to know that already. Having someone else come up and tell you that, you yeah, should but get it, jacked up already on I, your I, mean, I,
0: I used to love it. I, I'd warm up for a game and look at the bullpen and go, boys, take the night off. I'll take care of this. You know, you, admit, you know, I always, I just joke around like that. But mm-hmm. Unless I'm, it was I one love of those one nine, but I go, hey, take the night off, boys, don't need you. Unless it was one of those it's, few 15-inning like games I mean.
2: where you ended up uh, getting lit up that we talked <laughs> yeah. about earlier. Yeah, rare, rare exceptions. Yeah, very rare. So that was the pitching matchup uh, brought to us by Water and Sports Physical Therapy, San Diego's leader in aquatic and land therapy with seven convenient locations. Visit waterandsportspt.com. I didn't mention it explicitly earlier, but as always, make sure to join us using hashtag PadresSH with your thoughts on anything and everything, and also to jump in on the conversation happening at Padres.com slash social hour. Before we get to maybe fixing a little bit of the hitting uh, next segment, because I want to talk about that, while we're still on the arms, Kevin Quackenbush yesterday. A guy who comes in, we mentioned Colin Ray. He was doing great, and then he leaves the game, and uh, Quackenbush allows two inherited runners to score. They're all charged to Ray. So Quack's numbers don't take a terrible hit, but it was still a very pivotal inning where the Padres are up 4 nothing. Next thing you know, they're up 4-3. to What's wrong with this guy? How do you fix him?
0: Yeah, and that, that's a key thing. When you're struggling like he has really this first part of the season, you know, confidence is not an all-time high. And a lot of times you get out there, you're not hitting good spots. You're just not clicking and you're trying to find it, but when he spiked that one slider for a wild pitch early when he came in, uh, that concerned me a little bit. You know, still trying to find that and and getting that good groove. made some mistakes over the middle of the plate. You know, like I say, getting behind hitters where you almost have to. And you get in those scenarios, that it's not easy. And we know he's better than this. You know, but the big thing right now, the confidence level, you've got to – you know, keep putting him out there until it clicks for him and he gets in a groove and starts making quality pitches when he comes in. He's just not doing it well, right he's, now.
2: He still has options, right? Would you send him back to the minors to work on this, Jordan, or is this something you work out in the big leagues?
3: I think if Balsley has the confidence that he can figure it out right there at the major league level, I think that's where he's going to stay. But it goes back to you just need the starters to go a little bit deeper in one of these games. You don't yeah, have to deal it, with that. And,
0: and, but also, you know, and it, it, it's performance driven. If you continue to struggle, they're going to make a change. That's just the nature of baseball. And Quack keeps struggling and, and you know, give, you know giving up inherited runners and not getting out of jams like we need to have him do. Uh, they're going to find somebody else yeah. for that
2: slot. The leash is only so long. And I understand the pitch, the starters go longer. That's a cure-all for everything. But at some point, you're going to have to rely on more than just Booker, Mauer, Rodney. And Quack was a guy out of last year. They were talking about him maybe closing this year if Rodney faltered. And now this is a guy you can't even trust in the sixth inning?
0: Yeah. He's really struggling right now, and he needs to find it.
2: Yeah. I mean, and I, yeah, I don't think uh, – Whatever they're doing right now isn't working. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he said that his two biggest things were strike ones, getting ahead in the count early, and he has confidence. Yeah. And you wonder if you can rebuild that confidence if you keep failing at uh, this it, level.
0: Yeah, that, that's the hardest part, how to rebuild it. It might be he might take some time off, work with Darren Ballsley on the side, actually get on the mound and do a couple of sides and work on a couple of things. Try to find maybe what it is that's not clicking for him or give him one little thing that he can kind of you know focus on to make him a little more consistent. and A lot of times that's what will happen.
3: Yeah, if it's a physical thing, Balsley can go in there well, and fix it. But if it's a mental thing, that's a completely different issue. Well, that's
0: how you fix a mental thing is you, you make one little tweak with the, with the mechanics, you know, and you give, give, give that pitcher something to build on or think about other than, you know, all of a sudden he's out there. I got a feeling right now, sometimes he's out there, he's hoping he hits a good spot you know, instead of making it happen. And that, that's a scary part of you know, that confidence level you have.
2: Well, they got to do something because the bullpen cannot be just three arms over and over again. Oh, I agree. So we'll have to see what Quack has to uh, work on for that. Uh, In the meantime, oh, by the way, uh, Nick Canepa on Mondays usually pops in. He's not here in person today, but we're going to have him call in so whenever we get him on the phone line mm-hmm. we'll try and get in on it at some point as well. That'll be exciting. That'll huh? be interesting. Keep ready for those grades. Yeah. Uh, before we get to that uh, later on, reminder that Major League Baseball All-Star Week is coming to San Diego. Get in on the action July 8th through the 12th by visiting All-Star Fan Fest, the world's largest interactive baseball theme park. Tickets available at allstargame.com. When we come back, more Padres social hour. So don't go anywhere. We're back with more after this.
1: You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park.
2: Welcome back. 7-15, first pitch between the Padres and the Giants up at AT AT&T. Drew Pomeranz and Johnny Cueto. We've talked a lot of pitching so far. Fitting, I guess, when RJ's on the show because that's what he knows pretty well, Uh, but we'll talk about some hitting here in a sec, but real quickly, uh, just going through Twitter here during the break, and uh, AJ Casavell covers the Padres for MLB.com. Jordan, you saw this, and I'm seeing it now, too. Uh, He's reporting that Colin Ray is actually going to throw in El Paso on Sunday, three innings. So he's so not at the wharf. He won't be he's a, not going to in the kayak. Yeah, he's, he's not catching fishing home runs for home I wasn't
0: buying that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no? I, they send him down. When you get sent down, you get sent down. Oh, please. If, if, he's, if he's in a kayak, it's somewhere in El Paso. Right? <laughs> I don't know if there's many
3: that's kayaks yeah, in yeah. Yeah. El Paso. <laughs> if you're in a kayak, you're probably yeah. in the back of a pickup it truck. And you're not going far fast. Yeah. I don't know. Come on. He's fishing out of the bed of a truck. Yeah,
2: exactly. All right, so we'll see how that goes. And then AJ also saying that Andy, which this part we expected, that Cesar Vargas may get a similar type of break or reprieve were Andy Green's words later in the season. So who's going to uh, pitch at
3: the big league team?
2: Well, you got Cashner coming back. So you're going to have Cashner, Shields, Pomeranz, for now Vargas, and then Friedrich, I guess. And, yeah. the, and the big question mark is Tyson Ross, but that's not going to be resolved for months yeah, now it's looking is like. Is there
3: any update with that, Tyson? Have we heard anything? He no, sent I, a tweet I, out I, today
2: I saw. He was yeah, cycling just, around town yeah, I, doing I cardio. Him, uh, but okay. it, no yeah,
0: but on he's the he, he's still working, but he's still not actually throwing yeah. or he hadn't started a throwing program on his way back yet, so definitely after All-Star break yeah. at
2: the earliest. it's going to be a while before we get any kind of uh, Tyson update, I'm sure. Um, all right, we've talked pitching, like I said, uh, ad nauseum. Let's talk hitting a little bit, and in particular one man who I'm sure is just waiting for the calendar to change, literally, <laughs> Matt Kemp, yeah. who's having another just abysmal month of May. You're laughing, RJ. I, I mean, it, laughing, it's to the uh, point where it's uh, just beyond comprehension, Well, right?
0: and, you, and you watch him, too, and, you know, I like, mean, and pitch selection, just nothing going right, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, for the guy. I mean, you know, like a guy gets on a roll and he's got a ten-game hitting streak, and you know, and you got that a, a, you know, you're getting all kinds of hits and stuff. And the ball looks like a grapefruit. I mean, that thing's got to look like a golf ball right now to him. You know, and just, you know, one for it, his last 28. That's what and, and trying, bad. To, trying to get that one pitch. Then you start pressing a little bit. And I've just seen him go after pitches. He shouldn't be going after. Yeah, he was over you know, the little weekend. Little fly a lot of
2: strikeouts,
3: Just just not squared. up, not, not seeing it. Well, what do you do, Jordan, to fix him? I don't know what you do, because it seems like it happens every year. Right. Yeah, just, I mean, this is not the first time that he struggled in May. You, you it's put, his I worst I month. Historically, the put, you get yeah. a
0: day off here or there if you have to. But hey, you keep putting him in the lineup. You know, he's working as hard as he can trying to get out of this slump, and that's how he's going to get out of it.
2: Let me throw this out there. Obviously, he's a $20 million man. He's the anchor of this lineup, number three hitter. Do you, we give, they gave him a day off earlier this weekend. Do you give him two, three days just clear the yeah. mind? That's not even a, a yeah. well, to possibility. Me, I I put him in the lineup.
3: Because then he's just sitting around thinking about it, right, during the game? That I stuck, mean, there was a lot of sitting around yesterday. I, mean, I
2: feel like I'd like maybe just, you know, clean out my mind a little bit. But who are you going to put in right field?
3: No. He's a
0: veteran guy. Put him out there.
2: You got Jankowski. Maybe as a young guy, he gets the confidence boost of starting. He's going to pay twenty the, million. He's got to be for in three right games there. or two games. That's okay. It's not like they're sitting him for a month at a time. He's I think a couple happen. days off may help.
0: I might. He might. He might get one day off here or there, but I, I don't. Or buy maybe that.
2: one day off more frequently, like once a week, as opposed to just the one he got this past weekend. That's the first one he had.
0: Yeah, but then when he starts swinging the bat and he's hot.
2: Oh, then, no, then
0: you keep him well, in. Then you yeah, keep him in.
2: That's what I'm saying. This is just a fix until he's better. It's not I, once I, he's good. I
0: give him four bats every chance I get.
2: I think he could use a little me time, a little Matt you know, time.
0: Somebody's going to make a mistake. Cueto might make a mistake tonight. <laughs> not Boom. the way That's he's been pitching it. against his team this Dang year, it. let me tell
2: you. Um, what, what about the lineup? Would you keep him in the three spot or would you move it around? Salarte's back. Now you're getting healthier. How would you construct? Who would you bat in front of him? Who would you bat behind yeah, him?
0: That, you see, I'm, I might do that. I might move him down to the five hole.
3: That's the move to make. You not, move him you around know, in the lineup. You don't take him out. And, that, of the and if
0: you want to irritate him, put down, put him down the six or seven. That'll really take oh, that'll, him off. That'll get him going. That'll really irritate him. And that might be that might be the magic of it too.
3: It's a fine Deep. line, though. You want to oh, anger a guy like to that. the point of production, yeah, but, not yeah, anger but, a guy to the point of sulking yeah, but, yeah, and not you, performing. No, I then he might put three in the cove tonight. Yeah, you never yeah, know, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: we'll see. Because uh, we'll get to the lineup a little bit later. But you know, that's good. Uh, We've seen yeah. Will Myers move around now. He was hot in the two-hole. He's not there anymore. We've seen Salarte bounce around a little bit since he's been back. So I wonder if you keep him in the three or not, Kemp.
3: Well, with Salarte yeah. coming back, it does provide a little flexibility. You could move around Kemp a little bit with yep. that. But I keep him in the lineup. I Definitely. don't take him out. I give him his best.
2: Actually, uh, James uh, Clark here tweeting in a very apropos question. How come Will Myers keeps getting moved around the lineup while a slumping Kemp stays locked in in the same position?
0: Oh, I, Like I say, it might be time to you know, maybe move Myers into that three spot for a couple of games and, and move Kemp down. I mean, you see it quite a bit. And, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea. But, you know, I don't know, you know Myers, where, where's he going to fit in? You know, I'd love to see a set lineup, and I know the guys would like that too. And, you know, maybe Andy Greenman getting Solarte back, getting Amarista back. You might see a little more consistency in that lineup and guys slotted in the same hole. You know, day in and day out.
3: It would uh, be nice if there was an obvious choice right. to like fill in that number three but spot. There's with not. But there's not, exactly. There's no one that is just, oh, automatically you got to put him in that three spot. It's so obvious that he's going to be in there. He's just I mean, going to start raking. Should
0: Norris be in the two spot? No.
2: Yeah.
3: You
0: know, and so, like, a lot of times, you know, you, you try it, but, you know, right now he really shouldn't be.
2: Finding that magic, like you say, right? That's right. Yeah, it's tough. Well, things we know, John Jay is going to be leading off pretty much every day. Will Myers likes hitting in the first inning. He said that makes him a better hitter. So I would prefer to keep him up in that either two or the three spot. Uh, yeah, I agree. And then what do you do? Yeah, maybe Kemp to the five, Salarte in there, Upton as a 3-4. Just throwing it at the wall, seeing that's, what well sticks. That's, that's what yeah. you do. You know, don't wanna, see what And I think Andy
0: Green at times may have to try to do that.
2: Yeah, but some something's got to be done with Kemp. Uh, maybe someone can hack into his iPhone, and change his yeah. calendar to June 1st, just get those May blues out of there. Yeah, it
3: was a tough weekend for him, especially going up against the former team. Former team. Friday night you don't even get the start.
2: That's bad. Yeah, yeah so, uh, that wasn't we'll see. pretty. Yeah, don't worry, Matt. It's the 23rd, only a week to go. <laughs> and then we get back to June and, uh, and get him back on, on the upswing. Uh, speaking of June, June 8th will feature the first post-game Way Back Wednesday concert at Petco Park. That's the 12:40 Padres game against the Braves. But then afterward, it's a live DJ set by DJ Snoopadelic. I think that's Randy's favorite DJ spinning right. right now. Presented by Budweiser. Get your tickets today at Padres.com slash promotions. Get him on the show. Yeah, before Snoop. We're getting Nick Canepa on the show to oh, give
3: those grades. The original, Snoop. yeah,
2: the original OG Nick Canepa <laughs> calling in when we come back after this on Padres Social Hour.
1: From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour.
2: We're back here on Social Hour, Padres at the Giants, coming your way in just over an hour's time. Until then, we got Jordan and Randy, and joining us shortly, Nick Canepa. But before that, we've got a, a tweet coming in. This is a very urgent one from Marshall Jordan for you, RJ. He says, "Burning question: What's up with the tennis shoes on you and no cowboy boots today?"
0: You know, it's Mellow Monday. I mean, it's getting ready to come down, and uh, I had some tinnies on, and he looked at the boots, said, "Nah, I'm wearing the tinnies today."
2: I just picture Randy like at his front door, and it's just the boots on one side and yeah. the sneakers on the other. Which one do yeah. I pick? Nah. How many pairs
0: of boots do you own? Oh, i got about nine or ten pairs.
3: Do you wow. have like a favorite pair? Is there like oh, a, yeah, there's a couple. Three. Going out on a Friday night yeah. pair. you gamers
0: and non-gamers. That's more.
3: Yeah, more yeah, you gamers and non-gamers. non-gamers that's what yeah. I Owns said. more boots
2: than I own shoes, period. All right, <laughs> without further ado now, let's get to the man on the line, and we're going to find out where he's calling from, why he yeah. couldn't be here today. It's Nick Canepa on the Cholula Hotline to give his weekly grades. Nick, can you hear us?
1: Yes, I can.
2: Come on, Nick. Now, where, tell where me, where are me why at, aren't man. you here? Why aren't you showing up today?
4: Oh, I'm, in, I'm in Vegas, and I'm with a little more luck, I may own Caesar's Palace, so you guys may never see me.
2: <laughs> Not <in> Las Vegas. <laughs> you, you say that like that's a promise, Nick. I don't know about that.
4: I oh, think you got to be rooting for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you'll run out of money. You'll be home. Yeah, That's what's going to happen,
2: yeah. man. All right, Nick. Well, thanks for calling in, even taking your time away from Las Vegas to, uh, to join us. It's time for the grades. And as always, uh, this is on the past week's Padres performance. You grade them on four categories, offense, defense, pitching, and coaching. Where would you like to begin with your first grade of the week?
4: Uh, with the worst one, offense.
2: What do you give that?
4: I give the offense an F plus, and they're lucky to get that.
3: An, F, An plus. F plus. Wow, the plus <clears throat> in there. Yeah, why I,
0: the plus? I'd really like to know why you gave him a plus.
4: Oh, that's a good question. I guess I'm, I'm delirious over here or something.
3: It's Vegas speaking. The right desert there. heat. Yeah. Well,
4: now, Nick, we have like we have like what 31 strikeouts in the last two games, something like that.
0: Yeah, unreal. Yeah,
4: it's, it's phenomenal. And I mean, in,
0: I, in the and the lack of, uh, you know, having a runner on third with you know with less than two outs and not getting that runner in. Um, I'm getting a little tired of watching that, too, Nick.
3: To be fair, it was almost two games and one yesterday. A lot of extra innings involved in
4: there. Yeah, yeah, there were. But, I mean,
3: uh, yeah, Saturdays were yeah. an
4: absurdity. I mean, I, I, I'm,
2: Nick, let me ask you this. So they score, on average in the past week, three runs per game, the Padres did. Uh, they also scored three runs a game two weeks ago. Those, those are the two worst weeks offensively this oh, past week. You, you
4: can't just go by how many runs they score. Walk yeah. off walks. Don't count as a hit to me.
2: They count as an RBI and a victory.
4: Yeah, they don't no, count as a hit. My question no, is back
2: then, when they had their similarly worst offensive week of the year, you gave them a C back then, and they had gone four and three, and they had a losing record this week. Are you docking them points based on the result of the game, no matter no, how the I, offense I, I I'm docking
4: them points because I think they're getting progressively worse. I'd like to know what grade you would give this team you think this is a bad grade, what grade? No, no, I, I
2: agree with the grade. I just want to dive into the methodology a little bit because I'm, I'm trying to learn you, Nick. I'm trying to no, build this I, relationship. I
4: think they're getting progressively worse. If the Padres had won every game, game,
2: won nothing, what grade would you have given them this week for offense only? A B. They won every
4: game, won nothing?
2: Yeah, if they did, what would you grade Everybody the offense? They Okay all right I just want to make sure that you would be consistent with your, with your mark. no, no I'm, just, I'm just
4: saying I'm looking at things and they aren't getting any better. I'm, what are you guys sitting on the couch thinking? No I, you, know
0: what, I, I, you know what you know I, I agree with the grade I don't like the approach you know I don't, I don't like what I'm seeing day in and day out you, know, like you talk about the strikeouts and, and you're not going deep into the count <clears throat> you know you just you know all of a sudden look at quato has got 70 pitchers and our pitcher has 109. After six innings, an uh, in indication, you know, uh, you know, we're swinging, we're swinging too early. Why don't you wait and get a pitch you really want and drive the ball? And I don't see exactly. them doing that or having the confidence to do that when they go up to the plate.
4: Exactly. I mean, uh, when you're a station to station team, you you can't strike out this much. They were either second or last in baseball in strikeouts, and this team can't win that. Much.
3: Yeah, uh, Nick, you asked uh, what the couch thought. I thought you went a little soft on him. You, you actually gave him the F plus. <laughs> Jordan would have gone with a hard <laughs> yeah, F, a hard, yeah.
2: hard F. All right, Nick, how about uh, you did a little bit uh, more generous grading in the other aspects, so where do you want to go to next?
4: Uh, defense, where, where they get an A minus. I really like this. I think this team, somebody tweeted me the other day or yesterday saying the team's playing 1998 defense. And it's, it's been pretty good. I mean, there's still, you know, every once in a while there's a glitch, but a drop fly ball here, which probably kept it from getting a straight A this week. But Yeah, uh, I
2: think we're all in I, agreement the defense, yeah. defense has been the best it, thing about this team. You yeah? bet. Yeah, we're not,
0: we're not giving the, that other team that many extra opportunities to score runs, and,
3: and that, that I do like. It has been the biggest difference coming into this season. I agree. Yeah, short from short from stop every single year. day, up Alexi, the middle. The, the defense has been yeah. a huge right. difference.
2: We're with you on that one, Nick. So the defense and A-minus, how about the pitching?
4: Vichy I gave a B. I, I think these guys are keeping them in games. I, I you know, I, I mean, it's, there's been some hard luck here. I mean, Ray had some yesterday, but I mean, there's, there's these guys are look at the shields. I mean, I, these guys are these guys are doing some nice some nice things, and they're not really getting rewarded for it. But you know, I, I can't give them a bad grade just because just because the guys are they're uh, around them aren't scoring runs.
0: No, you know, Nick, and he, I agree with you because, you know, number one, and if you look at the starters as well, you know, you look at the bullpen, and we combine combined the two, and uh, in this past week, you know, I think the pitching was very respectable, and, you know, he, he had opportunities to win.
4: Absolutely.
2: I'm actually going to go but, in a different direction, Nick. I would have gone a little bit lower because of all the middle relief flare-ups. I think the starters have been great for the most part, and the back end has been great. But when the, in the underbelly there, the f- fifth, sixth inning, as we saw yesterday, this middle relief, I think, uh, drags it down below a B. Do you well, any thoughts?
4: It, 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 it could. But like I say, I, you know, there, there are times you've got to look at it and say, are they, are they pitching well enough to win?
3: Speaking of pitching, yeah, they Nick.
4: Pitching, they are pitching
3: well enough to win the game. Your, your thoughts on Quackenbush. We were just talking about him.
4: Well, I, he kind of drives me
3: nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club.
4: Uh, I mean I, you know I one one day I think they should send him send him to El Paso and the next day you know he looks like a Hall of Famer. I, you know, if I were if I were Andy Green, he he would he would drive me crazy. I know that.
2: Yeah, I said maybe send him back down. Uh Jordan thinks maybe extend him a little bit here in the majors get him back on track, but uh yeah, he's definitely a key guy that can maybe turn uh, these pitching grades a little bit higher. Um, all right, the coaching, the last grade for you Nick, what do you got?
4: Well, uh once again, I, I give them an A-minus. I, I don't see a lot of flaws here. I think they're doing all they can to win games, and, and they continue to position themselves extremely well defensively. So, I mean, like I've, I've said before in past weeks, I don't know how much more Andy Green possibly could do to win games.
2: So what, what grade did you give him? A minus. a minus for the coaching. Nick's really warmed up on the coaches. Gave him a C the very first week, then a B, but it's been all either A's or B pluses since then. So, Nick, I guess they're winning you over. That's hard to do.
4: I think that I think Andy Green's doing a very nice job. I, I you know, I, considering they've had ten people on the, on, you know, injured. I mean, I, yeah, you no, know.
2: he's done the best he can. So, uh, well. Nick, we hope you do the best you can. Uh, put something on uh, on black at the roulette table for me, will you?
4: Yeah, I will. I'll, yeah. I'll,
0: I'll be sure. Put a dollar on 35 for me, would you please? <laughs> there
2: $1. you go. All right, Nick, appreciate you calling in from Vegas, and thanks as always. We'll talk to you next week. Okay,
4: take care, guys. Thanks,
2: Nick. All right, that was Nick Canepa calling on the Cholula Hotline. Uncap Real Flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We'll take a look at tonight's lineup. We were talking about it earlier. Let's see where the pieces fall for no. this evening when we come back on Padres Social Hour.
1: We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store.
2: All right, all right. We're getting now to uh, look at tonight's lineup here in just a bit, and it's the time of the show Jordan's been looking forward to. Yes. Getting to take on Blooper. Is this is it.
3: I love this part of the show. This is
2: it. This is uh, as, as Randy's handling all of his um, all of his mentions from all his fans coming in yeah, live. I'm just He's looking check- at your Twitter I, account right I'm now. I'm checking Ooh. it all out. You know. Stalking me, Randy. I like it. Uh, now, we're getting to the head-to-head challenge in a bit, but first we have to, of course, get to the lineup. Let's take a look at it. Presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. So here we go. John Jay in center field like we already knew from earlier. Melvin up. Junior will be in left field batting second. There's good old Matt Kemp trying to thaw out from this uh, icy spell he's in in right field. Brett Wallace gets start started third base hitting cleanup with Will Myers behind him. Derek Norris will catch Alexi Ramirez playing shortstop. Alexi Amarista will bat eighth and play second base, and then Drew Pomeranz, the lefty, takes the mound <laughs> against Johnny Cueto. <Guaito. laughs> Some interesting pieces there, and that leads us now to our Supercuts head-to-head challenge. And, Jordan, uh, you are one of only three people that have a winning record against Blooper so far this what? year. But you're 3-2. You're teetering on the edge of 500. I'm so shaking. you're going to have to make a, a very important pick today because Blooper is just running away with this. He's won 9 of the last 12. He's now up by a football score, as you mentioned earlier, off the air, 21-14. He's crushing nine it. 9 of 12? It's, it's, it's is that 9 of 12. Is that
0: why he's yelling at us before we come back? Is that why he's getting so loud over there? You notice
2: the confidence grows with this? I don't like it one bit, so I'm hoping that you are the one to end this. He's
0: he's seasoned. He has a year doing this.
2: Yeah, and he was the the defending champ, so I guess he has some credibility. The bad news is he has the first pick today, too. So the good news for Blooper keeps on coming. The good news is Remember last time kind of I things? went
3: against Blooper, he chose someone who wasn't even in <laughs> the starting lineup. <laughs> right. Let's right that was you right you had to remind way. him he
2: was going to do it again, and now he's he knows. Oh. All right, Blooper, who are you taking? I'm going to go with Ju uh, Pomerantz, the starting pitcher. All right. Whoa. A risky move against Johnny Cueto, who, as you mentioned earlier, Jordan, I like that, two Booper. complete <laughs> games against the Padres good this job. year.
3: <laughs> so that's good to pick the pitcher just in case yeah. he hey. doesn't, uh,
2: you
1: know.
0: We'll see. Oh, well, is that what your thought so process? So you're just giving like up offensively? i scary.
1: No, I'm just going by what happened That's previously. just not right. That's John Nash. Beautiful mind over stats. here of the yeah. head-to-head I challenge. At the stats, i might even tweet uh, uh, about that. Yeah, yeah,
2: you did. Yeah, we're gonna get the what was this in the Hangover? Zach Galifianakis, where he's doing all the, the blackjack yeah, uh, stuff right. in the in the in the ether. Yeah, that's Blooper. That's blooper All the equations going and all crazy. the uh, babip and vorp. All right, Jordan, twenty-one
3: and fourteen, boys. Yeah, Nate, you're right. Scoreboard oh. talks. Yeah. I don't like looking for this chirp. confidence. Who's now? letting us down on the couch is the real question. Well, <laughs> you <laughs> have a chance Center. now.
2: Yeah, Bill Center and Jesse Agler. know oh, combined 0 for 6. Those two clowns. Well, uh, all, right. <laughs> all right, Jordan. What do you got?
3: I'm going John Jay. I'll go with the leadoff guy. Nice. There you as go. many at-bats as possible against Cueto. John
2: Jay against Drew Pomeranz in the Supercuts head-to-head challenge. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to put a cherry on top of this edition of Padre Social Hour.
1: Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padre Social Hour.
2: Welcome back to Padre Social Hour. Jordan Caruthi are just counting down the seconds to what? get out of here. What are you,
0: what are you talking vac- about? Going on vacation. What are
3: you talking about? Yeah,
2: you're hitting yeah, the road, huh? A little vacay? It.
3: Yeah, get away for the week. Not nice. up to Northern California. Might take in a Giants-Padres game tomorrow. Might, might oh, take in a glass of wine somewhere, it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like wine country. Yeah. <laughs> mess around, we might
2: have you Skype in to be part of the show. Mm. Careful up there, no. Enjoy your vacation. We want to give a shout out, by the way, before we get out of here to stance. So they've given us some great socks. I think you guys are wearing some today. They announced today on Twitter they are now the official sock of Major League Baseball. Getting some all star socks coming out soon too. That's nice. gonna be pretty cool. So very exciting news for them. And you guys, I mean without rockin us even it. telling you, you're rocking stance today.
1: Got, Got your padre's the on Jordan. On the Randy nice. and Randy and Blooper you're are wearing patriotic. the same Blooper socks not, yeah. today, I think,
2: right? The American Flag Sox, very patriotic the two of you. Well done. Uh, By the way, Sports Illustrated today announced their 50 fittest athletes for men and women. How many baseball players do you think made the top 50 for men? Quick, we got to go. Okay. Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, congrats to them. The rest of these guys, baseball players not really known for those physiques. All right, tomorrow, 5.30, Bill Center and Brady Phelps will join us. Thank you, guys, and thanks to you for watching. This is Padre Social Hour. See ya.